Okay, recording live. The newest episode of Marta the Minimalist podcast, exclusively for you, the members of The Minimalist Method for Prosperous Female Entrepreneurs. I love helping other people to not have to go through some of the tests and trials that I did if possible. This is where you get the first dibs of the best business strategies ever so you can grow your revenue while minimalizing your time, your efforts, and your energy. There's great coaches. There's people in this field. So yeah, you want them on your team. Welcome to the newest episode of the Marta the Minimalist podcast. I'm here with Don Strom, and we're going to tell you all about how you can declutter what you're doing in your brand to truly focus on your purpose and what you need to know about your truth anchor. This is for you, the either the emerging entrepreneur or the business leader who is feeling like you're wearing all the hats, doing all the things, trying everything but you feel like, like there's something missing. You're not quite there yet. You don't feel like you've arrived. So I love to bring you experts like Dawn in every episode to share their wisdom and you feel into if this is for you and if this could be the thing that you'd love a little bit more support on. So Dawn, before we get into it and stay with us guys, cause this is going to get really good. Tell everybody your story. What led you to what you are doing today? Yeah. So I have been in business for um, 17 years. (laughs) It's been a really long journey and I've had a lot of different iterations. So I started back in 2005, actually, um, as a movement therapist and a gyrotonic instructor. So my background is really in physical movement and embodiment work. Um, You know, and I started my business actually coming through a really, uh, deep transformational life experience. My mom actually died of cancer in my early twenties. And, um, I had just a really kind of profound healing crisis. And, um, you know, I just, I kind of went on a deep dive (laughs) and at the time I just finished college. Uh, I was, a my background is in actually philosophy and uh, theology. And I had just finished college and I, I just, I kind of hit an existential crisis and, I had this opportunity to start uh, working with a dance and theater company. And so I started engaging in the arts partly as a way to heal myself and then actually got another opportunity around the same time to do a mind body therapy, somatic movement therapy training. So I just jumped in sort of intuitively knowing that this was going to be like a healing path for me and also was something that I felt really, like I said, this is largely led by intuition, you know, and um, really also just felt like it was my path. And so I jumped in and, um, you know, I did a lot of my own deep transformational work. I learned, I really learned the ins and outs of how to navigate my own experience, how to work with my creativity and my body and my mind and my spirit together in order to really activate my own healing. And um, essentially for me, I mean, I had to do a lot of recreating of my life. Um, you know, just recreating my support connections, recreating, you know, I'd really, I'd lost my mom, but also there's a lot of other family stuff going on at the time. And so I was really recreating community, recreating now that I look back, um, 
you know, a sense of meaning in my life and a real sense of like, well, what, what can anchor me now and how can I move forward, you know, from that experience. Um, and that just kind of opened the door for me. So I kind of, when I, after I went through that big personal transformation, and I know a lot of other people who've had transformative personal experiences that have been, um, catalysts for them in their business, uh, have had similar, you know, as kind of a similar, um, pathway with this, but, you know, after I went through this personal transformation, I felt, I felt like I was sort of a fish out of water in some ways. Like I felt like, well, I need to create a new life for myself and work that felt authentic to me. Um, you know, and honestly, entrepreneurship just emerged as this path of like, I can do what I can create what I want. Like I can create what is valuable to me. Um, and at the time there was this real deep connection for me between this wisdom that I'd found about connecting to people. Uh, and for me, it really came out of that sense of like, and if anybody has lost somebody they love, especially in kind of an abrupt way, or maybe when you're young as well, when it's really sort of out of, out of alignment with the flow of life, um, there's really this sense of, for me at least, that emerged of this kind of awe over the profound connection we have with one another. So, um, and I really felt like I, I needed to, I, that had been part of my healing process, that truth, that there's this really deep interconnection that we have with each other. And we have this sort of deep and powerful way that we can impact each other that often goes below the surface. That isn't necessarily always, we don't sometimes realize it till it's gone, right? Um, and I really wanted to live out that knowledge in my life. So, um, and it felt like after going through that and, and having that knowledge and be something that really anchored me in my own healing, like I, I almost like I had to go forward and I had to share that truth. I had to share with other people, you know, that they also could, first of all, activate their own healing, you know, that I really do believe that anything can be healed. And that doesn't necessarily mean in the way that we think or at that exact moment or whatever, but there's always some layer of, of shift and connection and um, understanding that's possible. So I really wanted to share that truth. And I also wanted to be able to really form my life around, around deep and meaningful relationships with people. And so I just went forward and I looked, you know, I opened up my heart and my energy for what that looked like. And it ended up, like I said, showing up, I took this training. Um, I developed these relationships with some performing arts communities. And then I had this opportunity to, you know, to use this training. And then I went on to study something called gyrotonic, which is another movement system, um, but to use this training to really connect to people and to help people get connected in a deep way uh, in their embodied experience um, to themselves. Uh, to other people, you know, to really do the healing work of, of getting connected, you know? So, um, so that's how I started my business. I was really out of that kind of core merging of this purpose that emerged for me in my life, uh, in a sense of wanting to share it and wanting it to be something that would inspire other people to, um, you know, really live in the, and I, it sounds cliche to say live in the moment, but, um, to live, in the moment in a way that was deeply connected to what was meaningful for them. You know, almost with that sense of like, you know, if today was your last day, <laughs> you know, yeah, how would you live? How would you connect to people? What would ultimately matter to you? Um, and for me that when I was able to really, you know, I think when you experience a deep loss you're kind of put into that liminal space into that transitionary space. Um, and so in some ways it was, you know, as much as that was a tragedy in my life, it was also like this huge gift. Um, 
because that's part of all of our lives at some point. It's part of human existence, you know, to experience space and transition and ending and beginning. And, you know, so I just, I got this big dose of it and I realized kind of the, that there's a lot of power in being able to, to live in that space and just decide, you know, to create meaning, you know, to create connection. Um, and, to, you know, that that's something that essentially we have to do every single day in our lives. And as business owners, you know, so that's how I started my business and it eventually evolved, um, you know, and I, I've had a business, like I said, for 17 years now, and it's evolved from doing embodiment work, you know, and that lasted for about, and I still do embodiment work as well, but um, it was largely kind of working with movement uh, with people with chronic pain and different kinds of physical issues, um, you know, for about 10, 10 to 15 years here. And then I really transitioned into this other space of leadership and thought leadership uh, and supporting business owners, because one of the things that I feel like is important, you know, I mean, it was certainly important and foundational in my business, but it's also important in the longevity of your business is to really have a sense, not only of how and why you started your business and the energy of that and what, you know, that making sure that there's a deep connection between what's meaningful for you in your life, you know, and what you want, the legacy you want to leave. And, and in a really simple sense, like, you know, what ultimately is that ripple that you want people to have from experiencing you, from experiencing your business, from experiencing your brand, um, you know, but it's also incredibly important just as you have a business over time, you know, to be able to understand how to make decisions, you know, how to simplify and clarify what things actually are not just in alignment, but actually serve your meaningful purpose that actually give you energy, you know, um, so I think that it, it became something that for me opened up even a bigger, a bigger um, opportunity to serve people in the leadership space, you know, with business as well, as my career evolved, you know, and I, as I got more interested in entrepreneurship too, not just as the, the opportunity for um, me to live, you know, really have that unity of purpose too, but also the opportunity it creates for us to really create a difference, you know, in the world. And I think that that's a really unique opportunity um, and I feel really excited about the community, you know, of, of entrepreneurs that has really evolved over the last 10 years here. There's, there's a huge energy that's emerging, I think, in the world around, you know, the, the opportunity and the power of entrepreneurship to really make a difference, you know, and just to create these connections so that you can choose and create the life you want to live, um, you know, in a deep and meaningful way. So, uh, sure. yeah. so how does one then get focused? focused on and get clear on what their purpose is so that they can live their best life and live as if it's their last day and um, create a life they love? Yeah. Well, you know, I actually just, I focus on kind of two main things that I've used in my life, <laughs> in my business, and I use with my clients. And the first one is this concept that I call an anchor truth. Um, and this I use um, when I help my clients develop their what I call their movement message. Uh, so that real sense of the, the this truth nugget that lives in the center of their own purpose and the purpose and the movement that they want to support creating for others. And you know, it's it's really simple and very similar to what I just shared with you. So I have people look at, and I I, I literally have never met an entrepreneur that doesn't have an answer to this. So <laughs> um, I, I look at what what transformational experiences have you had in your life that are definitely resonant with the ones that you work with, with your clients? So inevitably as an entrepreneur, there's some challenge that we've experienced, something we've overcome, something that's been meaningful to us. Um, that is also a foundation of what we support our clients to do. 
uh, in their lives, in their businesses, whatever your services. And I work, you know, I'm primarily talking about service providers, although this could apply to products as well. But, um, you know, and then I just, I have you think back and really understand what that experience was for you. And think about that core truth that you realized by overcoming your challenge, by, by doing the transformation that you, that you did in your life and really titrate it down to what is that core belief that shifted for you? You know, so, and, and how would you name it? Like, what was the kind of, um, the pivot, <laughs> you know, from A to B, but, but, but really, if you think about it as truth, it doesn't even need to be an A to B. It could just be, what was that anchor that landed? And it could be something as simple as I am worthy of love and respect. You know, it could be, uh, like for me, it was, I fundamentally believe that we're capable of healing. I fundamentally believe that we have a profound impact on each other's lives, that everybody you know, like that is a fundamental truth of, you know, and, and the, the, the key is that it's a fundamental truth that you hold for yourself, but that you also hold for other people, you know, and I think there's a lot of power in those deeper truths that are, um, they're anchors, they're anchors, not only for our experience, but also for the experience that we believe is possible for other people. And for, you know, they form those kind of anchors for our vision then for our vision of what we see as possible for humanity, for, you know, they, they basically make the runways <laughs> for our imaginations, you know? So, um, so I, I, I encourage you to think about one of those experiences for yourself, you know, and if you've got a couple different experiences, think, you know, go, go with the most powerful one or go with, you know, sometimes there's a theme in experiences. Like I definitely have a theme with loss. I've had, I mean, my, I just shared my mom who passed of cancer. Um, I've had other experiences like that in my life as well. So for me, there's been a really deep kind of thread of loss. And that goes along with that experience for me, that anchor truth of really honoring and holding that we have a deep and powerful opportunity to really impact each other's lives. You know, so, it, so, you know, if you've got several experiences really honing in on either the theme behind it, um, or if you have, you know, one that really stands out, what is that kind of anchor truth that emerged for you that allowed you to really overcome your challenge to, to really step into that new space, to create the transformation you did to create in your life. Um, so yeah, so finding what that truth is for you and then honoring, there's a kind of a second lip to it, <laughs> second layer to it. Um, and that is really letting yourself sink into how that allowed your energy. So what energy emerged for you in your life from that truth shift? You know, so for me, you know, the truth shift was into this, this sense that like we have a deep and profound impact on each other's lives. And it really allowed me to experience peace. Yeah. But peace within uncertainty. So, you know, that for me has been a really, what I call kind of high value energy that I carry with me in my life and that I bring into my business that I also can acknowledge and name, you know, um, in my, and it's part of what I, I bring into, and I can actually name in my branding and my work as part of what I bring to my clients, you know, and part of what my clients are looking to create in their lives as well. You know, so a lot of times I'll bring people in, people that'll be attracted to working with me that, you know, are struggling with an uncertainty, a transition, something that they really need to create a sense of kind of certainty within themselves, even amidst uncertain conditions, you know, and, and there's a sense that I'm able to hold that energy space for them. So there's like a truth and then there's an energy to it, um, if and that makes sense. 
Yeah. So give me a more specific example of somebody that you've worked with that came to you. What were they experiencing in layman's terms? Yeah. So um, let me think of a, a, a good example here. So um, I work with a lot of people in the, a lot of people in the movement area, actually, in the kind of field of movement. So um, I have a you know, a client that I was working with that, that kind of already a high level expert in her field. Um, I mean, already making great money, has a great business as a, actually a physical therapist, um, and doing really great work. She's, you know, had a business for probably, I think eight, eight to 10 years now. Um, and there was just a sense of, there was something missing in terms of the authenticity of the messaging, right? There was something missing in terms of feeling like there was more to what she was doing than what she was bringing forward. And I, I feel like this is true a lot of times with experts. So my focus has been really in the last five years, I've moved into really working with, with experts in the expert model where there's sometimes there just feels like there's this piece missing, you know? And I think sometimes as experts, we've trained ourselves to kind of be the authority to, to, to present this um, authority level to it. And there's sometimes we can miss the softer, more vulnerable aspects of what we bring to our work. Um, and so anyway, so this person is a great example because, you know, great business, doing great already, but there's this piece that's missing in terms of bringing in this personal purpose and mm -hmm. messaging, you know? Um, and we work together to really uncover the different layers within their, her own story around self-love, around, you know, healing from some different aspects within her own life. Um, and then how she can bring forward that energy of, of self-love and self-compassion into her messaging and also into the journey that she creates for her clients, you know, and then the anchor belief of, you know, that everybody is capable of love and respect or not capable, but um, everybody is worthy of love, self-love and self-respect, you know, and then that's part of what she really brings to her clients. Right. And it's almost the secret sauce, right? Like you, I mean, this person is a high level expert in the physical therapy space and, and amazing at what she does, but what the clients are really coming for is yes, the, you know, knowing that she can help them with this particular physical issue, but it's also this bigger transformational experience of learning to love themselves, right. Of learning to be compassionate with themselves of learning that that has to come first before they can really create the life that they want to live. Um, so that's, that's a really a great example. Um, you know, of how this would, you know, translate um, as one layer of how you can start to bring out. Yeah. Sure. I'd love to hear another example of, so you shared what her transformation was and then how it rippled into what her clients experience were with her. Can you share another example of somebody that you've worked with and the phenomenal feeling that she had, or he, uh, he had, I don't, do you work with just women or you work you with, know, I have, I, I actually, up till now, yes, I've largely, I've worked with just women, um, but that's not like a limitation that I necessarily stick to. Okay. So either here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, another uh, experience is actually a client of mine who came to me. Um, she's been a client for quite a while. She came to me as an, she was an attorney and she still is an attorney. Um, and she was also dealing with some different health stuff going on in her life um, and her health needs had really changed. And, and she was realizing the lifestyle of being an attorney was um, impacting her health. And she really, she'd done a lot of work on her own self to figure out what she needed. And she really wanted to create a new kind of career for herself in um, movement and in, in kind of health coaching and movement. Um, and I helped her get her business going and then also has helped her evolve it over the last few years and, and through the pandemic, move it online and be able to make some different shifts with it. 
But one of the core anchors for her was really understanding, you know, the way that she kind of made this shift with, within herself around needing to step away from a work life that wasn't supportive of what she needed in her own health and well-being, um, and being able to really be um, a stand for claiming your health first, you know, for claiming what is best for your own body first uh, in your life. And that she was able to then hold that space for other attorneys that she works with now. So then she, her business has evolved and now she works specifically with attorneys. Um, and actually it's expanded too. So she helps them now work with their careers so that they can actually find a way to uh, practice law in a way that works for them <laughs> and doesn't compromise their their health and well-being. But um, but it really started from her own life, you know, and, and there's a real foundation that happens with that where she's been able to navigate creating her business in a way that really works for her body and that can support, you know, her health needs. And, you know, not all of my clients, but I do have a, a grouping of clients that have really specific health needs and you know, being able to learn to design a business that really works for you and, and can protect your energy and serve what you need with your health and well-being is a, it, it, you know, it definitely requires getting simple and clear about what those guiding truths are. Um, but so for her, that's been really impactful and it's been able, you know, she's been able to go back and give back to her community then in terms of what she's learned uh, from her own life. Um, you know, and I think about that cycle too, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with the hero's journey. I've heard uh, of Joseph Campbell, heard of the kind of monomyth, you know, the, the, the journey of most every story. <laughs> There's like a, you know, an initiation into a new experience, yeah. a departure, you know, you, you go on the journey and you bring back what you've learned to your community. You know, I kind of, I see my role as, as, you know, a lot of times people that have gone on the journey and they come back and they want to bring back, you know, this um, nugget that they've learned yeah. and then, yeah, yeah, really put it into something that they bring forward into their community. Um, so, if, so if I'm paraphrasing it correctly and tell me if I'm wrong, you help uh, professionals who are already established successful. They're seen as successful professionals in their community, yet deep inside, they're like, what's my purpose? What am I doing this for? I mean, I get I'm waking up at you know 5 a.m. and I get that I'm making a good amount of money and I get that, sure, I help people um, in physical therapy to make their knee feel better or sure I help with a lawyer as a lawyer with people with their legal troubles but like what's the true passion and purpose behind it do you and you just you help them rediscover that and you help them to be success continue to be successful in it while prioritizing their best life what they truly want to be doing with their day is that right yes yeah okay and so if um you know, you, you mentioned that you help so many people. I mean, you didn't say that because you're humble, but I'm saying that you help so many people with what you have to offer with helping them find their truth anchors and getting really focused on what their true purpose and passion is and kind of like declutter everything else out. Um, how can someone help you? What are you looking to accomplish in your own business in the, in the next, uh, the, let's say the rest of the year? Yeah. Um, well, I have recently launched this program uh, called the Movement Creators Accelerator uh, about four months ago. So I am looking to really just, and it's a it's a holistic approach to these these different levels. And I work kind of with three primary areas, and helping you understand your inner movements, what I call your inner movement, your outer movement, and your movement systems. Um, and so 
uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm really looking forward to getting more people into the, into the program, into understanding how to hone in on this intersection between their core purpose and the purpose that they're creating, the movement that they want to create in their business, and how to really flesh that out into understanding their client journey, into developing their branding, their offers, and their messaging. Um, and then the, you know, the backend systems that really do the work. And I, when I say systems, I don't just mean like software systems. I mean like the habit systems, right? The systems of like how you show up for yourself, how you understand working with your own creativity and energy, because the bigger piece is really, and this is where I pull forward a lot of the work I did um, in embodiment and movement. You know, the bigger piece is really to understand yourself more and to know how to be more in, in the flow of how you work best so that you can really be at your best, you know, and then you, and, you know, part of that is being able to, like I said, stay in, stay in your purpose and so forth, but also it's, sometimes it's just the daily things of knowing how to organize your schedule in the right way. So like you're working in the times you have energy, you know, <laughs> and that in designing your programs in a way that's really authentic for you of how you actually want to show up and serve people. Cause you know, there's all sorts of business models, you know, and there's definitely some core ones that are popular right now and so forth. But like, you know, at the end of the day, like your model has to work for you and your energy, as well as, you know, serve your client journey um, in the best way possible. So I'm really, I'm really excited about some of these new ideas I've put together. I've been synthesizing a lot of ideas that I've had for a long time. So um, yeah, I'm excited well, to work how with can them. the audience help you with these ideas? They can come on into my program. <laughs> <laughs> there you or go. If help they're not ready to come into you. my program, yeah, right. no, they can reach out and come on into my program. Um, or they can join my Facebook group. I teach, you know, kind of usually like three times a year, I teach workshops. I do pop-up uh, Zoom calls on different topics related to this. Um, I'm hoping to start a podcast. It's kind of hanging in the wings, we shall see. Uh, but, you know, I'm also a mom and I'm, I'm just, you know, I take, I take my own medicine. So <laughs> I do, I, I stay in my flow and I stay honest to what I can do in this moment, but um Awesome. Yeah. And we actually have a link to that community that we will share in the show notes and in the descriptions. And um, what I actually typically suggest listeners and, and Don is to just share the one link. And it sounds like your Facebook community might be the best place for them to find you. Is that right? Yeah, yeah definitely. And joining That's that as well. Job. you can join my, Yep, exactly. And then joining that, you can also join my email list. And I actually have a guide that goes over some of the stuff I shared today as well around creating your transformational movement and the anchor truths. So, yeah. Okay, great. Well, you guys, you heard her. If you want to get uh, clearer and more connected to your, your true life's purpose and passion and truly live your every day, like it's your last, then Dawn's your girl. And you want to go over to her Facebook community. Any last golden nuggets before we head off Dawn? Yeah, I guess I, I just, um, you know, actually, yes, I, I do. I now I'm remembering there was one other thing I was going to circle into when I started talking about the anchor truths and you reminded of me of it with that last sentence. The other thing, and this isn't in the guide, but <laughs> um, that I really, I really I teach my clients, I do with myself. And I think is, you know, really an incredibly useful energetic and alignment practice is just to really imagine how in order to anchor yourself in living this day, like it's your last is to really imagine yourself at the end of your life, you know, and really stand in the energy of complete fulfillment, mm -hmm. you know? And yeah. And I love that you're saying that I often, I say it yeah. as well. And I actually 
recently said it on somebody else's podcast and I felt so much love for this commenter because she said, um, you know, but like, yeah, easy for you to say, but in, in her particular case, she wasn't an entrepreneur, you know, she was retired and had, um, a fixed income. Um, and I just, you know, I sent her love because I know that there's so much to unpack there and I certainly never want to push my ideals on people, but I love to also live my life with, I practice what I preach and we recently bought our vision board home and we, you know, I spend most of my time with my kids, just chillaxing and lounging and hiking and having fun and doing things like this, like podcast interviews. And I truly love every client that I work with. What would you say to someone who's like, yeah, Don, easier said than done. Live your every day like it's your last, but I've got this and this and this going on. Is that something you would help them through? Yeah, well, I think well, the, the sense I was going to say after that too is live every day like it's your last, but but not in the sense that like, I don't know that that for me has- right. Yeah, I don't think that has anything to do for, I think that what that has to do is be in an energy of decision mm-hmm. around what's important. Mm-hmm. And, and what, and, and that to me is, um, I don't know that that's connected to, I, I don't know. I mean, I have to think about that more, but I think that that has to do more with whatever you're experiencing, how can you really allow yourself to receive freedom in some way? Yeah. So it doesn't have to do with necessarily being, you know, uh, reaching into the future or projecting a goal or anything, but how do you allow yourself to receive freedom in some way and to receive the potential to decide what's valuable to you in that moment? You know, yeah. so, I mean, it could be like, for me, I think about this when I'm like having a fight with my kid, <laughs> or like my kid won't pick up her, you know, and I'm like, ah, and I'm like, you know what? Is that really how I want to feel? Right. But when it, it's, it's, it's bigger. It's, it's, it's like, you know, this is, it, it's creating an energy, right? So it's like, okay, well, this isn't ideal. It may not, my situation may not be able to be ideal. And I also feel like for me, this really comes from a place of like, coming back to, uh, you know, the beginning of this conversation. I mean, I really struggled with like, this freaking sucks. You know, like I hated losing my mother to cancer. Like that was not like, it wasn't just like, um, oh, I've transformed it. No, it was really painful and awful, <laughs> like, you know, and meaningful, but there, you know, I really feel like I have sort of a, I'm, my, I'm having a brain blip and I'm totally forgetting the name I'm trying to come up. We wrote Man Search, Victor Frankel. I don't know if you're familiar with Victor Frankel, Man Search for Meaning. Um, it was a psychologist, a Jewish psychologist that was actually in, the, um, in a concentration camp. And he talks about a perspective that he named from that experience called, um, and now my brain is just like tragic optimism. Okay. Tragic optimism, right? So the ability to be with life in all of its complexities and not, it's not about being like optimistic or everything's great and I'm just going to live my last day and everything's going to be wonderful. And, you know, to be able to acknowledge that like part of human life is there's some, it's, it's a lot of challenging, complex circumstances, but in every, and there's also amazing, you know, amazing opportunities, amazing experiences, but like, how do you show up and be able to be in your ability to even in the worst of circumstances, to be able to access your ability to decide right. how you want to be, how you want to see something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if it all it is is in that moment, you're just able to hold on. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be like 
I'm imagining 20K months. And, you know, that's great if that's where you are in your business and you want to create that, you know, but um, even with business, sometimes I just, I think it's not even, it's really the small incremental shifts and ability to be present and to just choose those small steps that actually cumulatively starts to move and create momentum and, and create change, you know? Um, so I, I feel like it's not so much for me, like a, a perspective on, yeah, when I think about this end of your life perspective, I think more on being in that space of knowing that like, there's uncertainty, you know, we don't know what tomorrow is. We don't always have control over all of our circumstances. Like we barely do actually. <laughs> you know, so like, no, maybe we never do. I don't know. But um, that in each moment, there's an opportunity to make some kind of decision around what we want to value, what is going to be meaningful. Um, yeah. And, and how that really aligns with our bigger sense of like what it means to be here as a human being, you know, and I think that you know, for me, that's, that's the really powerful space where real, the energy of living starts to really make sense. So. Um, I love that. Well, thank you for sharing all this with our Marta, the minimalist audience and you guys, you know, where to find her. We're going to be sharing the link to her Facebook community. And like she said, if you like what she's saying now, you can certainly join the Facebook community. And she does a couple workshops a year right in there for you. And uh, you could even join her email list to get these juicy golden nuggets on the regular right in your inbox. See you guys next time.